Welcome back to Homo and Le Tranning. I am Jedaye, and Leslie is around here somewhere, but she's out being a busy girl, you know, I be doing all this editing all late and shit, so of course, sometimes we don't get to record the intro together, but we're a variety show, changes topics every week, and this week we're here for some thought shit where we're back with our straighties, no straight men, and let me tell you, this convo gets a little heated and a little confrontational, one would say, but I just think that part of having a conversation about certain topics, whether it be politics or religion, people get very uncomfortable, like things that you don't understand kind of confuse you. And I say that because from my experience, like there's a certain point of views that people say to me that kind of trigger me and kind of make me like, what the fuck? Just because like I'm so woke and I'm so PC, but also like I know that for a lot of people, the concepts that I've learned throughout my life aren't easily accessible to a lot of people. Like, yeah, we can Google social justice terms, but like at the end of the day, it's going to take someone with like a passionate ear to talk to you about certain things, hear you out, but also kind of challenge you. And you both have to have a level of respect where you can hear them out maybe challenge them but also like don't challenge them for the sake of like a challenge like that's why i hate when people argue for argument's sake where it's just like no like if you actually stand on something like talk about it what is it and i think that when you can kind of let people be themselves and just process their own thoughts out loud i think that's a very important space to hold and i think we tried to do that and i just hope that anybody listening can take these conversations that we're having and have them with your family because I know a lot of times people are like, oh, like my dad or my grandpa, they're not like, they're they're stuck in their reins, they're old school. But like, old people, like, they're not dumb. Like, they still can listen. They still can care. They still know what good and wrong is. Like, I mean, unless like this bitch is like covered in Alzheimer's, then like, they can ha- they can make cognitive fucking decisions, bitch. And part of that is like having a patient ear to be like, hey, like, don't say that. That's not cool. And it's like, well, we've been saying this words and I was and it's just like, okay, cool. But also like, don't you love me? <laughs> like, and like I'm telling you, like, that hurts my feelings, so please stop. You know, I think to a certain extent, parents and family members are stubborn, but I think if you have if you're compassionate, if you don't lose hope and you keep going, you'll change people's minds, maybe not in the same way of yours, but that's the whole point of being like a human is that we're all different. We're all blah, blah, blah. so what are we gonna do? People have different opinions. So um I hope you enjoy this episode because it was very interesting and I hope you find a little bit of enjoyment from it. Even for the drama, like, bitch, if you don't give a fuck about, like, anything, stay for the drama. So, one thing that I did want to, since we're talking about, um, well, we weren't talking about it, but I was bringing up the Am I the Asshole. There's another one that I saw of this guy who liked this girl. They were part of this, like, group hiking thing. I guess it's like a competition where a bunch of people go up, do a hike, look for clues, and then whatever. I guess he 
liked this girl in the group and wanted to be her partner, did his little finessing, had her be her partner, took her off of the trail to a separate trail for an extra two hours because he wanted to spend more time with her. What? That's fucked up. And obviously didn't turn out well that she was just like freaking out because she thought they were lost. And he kept saying like, no, we're not lost. Like, we'll get it. And like, just trying to just spend more time with her. Ew. And like, I always like, that is obviously like the creepiest, weirdest thing I've ever heard. But this is a real man saying, am I the asshole? Yes. Because I took her off the trip. 150,000, 20,000%. But I wonder like with you guys. 100 million. (laughs) Do you guys ever worry about your safety when you're with a girl? Uh, it depends if I have enemies that know her. Like if she invites me over and says, yeah, come on over to my place. And then I get to her place and she's like, jump in my car. I just don't open the door and just jump right in. I open the door, peek my head in and be like, hey, what's up? Get a real good realization or a, a good picture, look in the back. And I don't make it look weird like, oh, shit, who's in the back? You know, I kind of just glance. You just have to be aware of your surroundings, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's it's not just it's not just if somebody's looking for you. It's not just if you're meeting new people. You just always have to be. Like in general. Yeah. Like you know your exits, know what's up, like know where you can escape. And, you know, people got guns, exactly. all kinds yeah. of guns. What about you, Carlos? Okay, George, what was the question again? Um, do you ever, when you enter a dating situation, ever fear for your safety? Like, whether it be the girl's going to go crazy or you're just going to, like, get, like, murdered or anything. Like, whenever you're going into a dating session or even on Tinder. Because, I mean, I'm sure that people meet more often oh, yeah. on Tinder and stuff like that. Honestly, it would just depend on the situation. Because, like, Tinder, like, for sure, I have to be cautious with whatever. Because it could be a fake account or just somebody just random like some murder but i'm going to a surrounding that i feel safe like it's very public or i know the ins and outs then yeah but going back to that story told us about that guy yeah yeah it's probably bad that he did that just randomly not telling her but like if he wanted to spend more time just ask her like hey let's let's get on this trail so if you want to it's like two hours long you know like get consent and let her be aware not just freak her out there's like two hours added to her like one hour hike yeah just very it just depends okay, a lot about that one guy on the trail yeah okay okay sorry didn't yeah. you do that one time me no i'm kidding <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, wasn't that you? but that is crazy how you did that i don't know i mean and i am over generalizing and i shouldn't but i feel like a lot of times with straight men there's just like this delusion of like i think they would like this i think this will be a good idea and i mean me myself i mean dude i mean i'm on grinder girl i'd be going into random houses i'd be having randos come over like that's scary it is i mean but never once do i ever think like i'm gonna something's gonna happen you're gonna get murdered yeah you sure remember on new year's oh my god they're judging me because i met up with a guy at trailer park <laughs> on new year's not on new year's it was around new year's mm. yeah i made the mistake of texting right. my friends and telling them just so you know i'm here yeah. and now they won't ever let me oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but um yeah i mean because i i think that that's kind of the difference when it comes to dating for women is that whether men think it's over, them being overly cautious or them thinking that it's like an attack against them. I just think that so many things happen to women that their fear of what could happen with a man is trumped by anything else than just like, oh, I'm going to get jumped by his friends. You know what I mean? It's like, he's going to jump me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even a guy to even think that it'd be okay to take a girl off of a trail in the middle of the forest. Yeah, like I think thinking that's, about that, like what as a person... When God's given... What in God's given fuck it made you think it was okay to ever do that? Yeah. 
And it really is because he's a guy. Yeah. It's because he is a guy. No one's told him no. And he, as you mentioned, no, it's, it's, straight it's guys not because he's a guy. It, it, it brings it. It brings it back to the whole desperation. He's desperate yeah. for for attention. He's it, 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 desperation can set into any race, uh, gender, species, whatever. It's it's desperation. It's not just a male. The dude was desperate. That's it. it. Desperation can fall into a lot of people, not just males. Let me tell you what. Yeah, I can I can see that in 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 different settings. Yes, desperation. But in this setting where this guy wanted to spend more time with a girl, so purposely unhooked her thing so that he could spend more time in an era that none of them know is because he's a guy. Whether he's desperate or not, someone in life told him that's okay. And it's really how this, this system is built. Because if you were that desperate, right, then it's like, I can't, I can't imagine what else you would have done to me that, like, really? Like, I think it really is, like, shifting the mindset of like if you're that desperate that you're going to go to these extents then like then what drives people to rape then like men are you that desperate that you can't get someone else that you're going to rape an unconscious body is that being desperate or that's just being a lack of total someone telling you it's okay because normally it's okay Mm. and you mentioned the bar the brock guy the swimmer guy who did that no one in his life told him it was wrong to do that as a guy he was protected. The system protected him. They said, you know, I don't want this. The system is fucked up. I don't want this small mistake, a small mistake to hurt the rest of your life. Well, and wasn't he white in the girls? Right. Absolutely no, no. white. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 I get it. I get it. That, that dude was, I mean, that dude was totally the fucking wrong. Totally. But men can be raped too. Right. You know, but was, he, raped? was he desperate? Do you think Brock was desperate? And that's why he said, I'm going to rape this unconscious body who happens to be a woman was probably he was desperate okay only desperate men right desperation says to anybody desperation does not discriminate who you are Mm -hmm. yeah while you guys were talking i looked up some like sex offenders and all that i look at their pictures they kind of look pretty desperate oh my god (laughs) so you you can look at someone on your desperate uh scale from what you know how to measure, can look at a guy and say he's desperate. Well, were any of those females, dude? Were any of those females? Because <laughs> yeah. I know a couple females that, that probably raped other females. The statistics show that men rape and assault at an exponential number versus women. When you look at statistics, we're not saying, I'm not saying females can't rape. I'm not saying women can't assault and make men feel uncomfortable. Or you, rape other women. I mean, or, sure, you know. rape other women. But what I'm saying is that when these statistics show that men are doing it at a much higher rate, when you say it's just desperation, we're not looking at desperation. We're looking at the systems in place that let men know that this is okay. Kind of with the Brock Turner, whatever his name was, I know his name is Brock, that got away with it because not only was the system fucked, which it seems like you guys agree with it, but because Brock was told this is a small mistake and you don't decide, you don't deserve for your future to be ruined because you decided to be dumb. It's fucked up that that, that the fucking judge said that shit. No, I I agree with you, dude. I agree that that dude should have been in prison. I agree. So when we go back to this guy unclipping and making it seem like it was totally fine, it, it just wasn't though. And like, right, he was desperate. But what else told him that it was okay to do this? I guess the answer that you're looking for is uh, because he was a male. 
No. I guess that's the answer. No, that no, you're no, no, for. no, it's I, not that. No, I think what, what probably because he was white and rich. Yeah, I mean, white and rich. Honestly, yeah, another system one. in place. Yeah, but I think that part of the accountability is that it shouldn't be oh they're desperate so they did this i think that's more like the 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 issue right is that you're excusing it by it's saying like, an like easy way out yeah it's like it's like no, you're just I'm saying not excusing no 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 no, 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 no. i'm not i'm wrong. not i'm not saying you are but i'm saying like with the language that people use when it comes to men doing things it's always like he didn't know better. It was a lapse of judgment. What the problem may be is that with men, it's never just that like you made that conscious decision because you thought you can get away with it and you did all this stuff instead of like, like even people who shoot up like, oh, he was bullied. That's why he, he did it or whatever. Instead of like thinking of the systems in power that let men think that they are able to do this because there are no repercussions. Like there was this one, I don't remember what case it was, but this one guy... I think like killed his teacher or something and was confident that he wasn't going to get any jail time and got life because he was white. Like where there was literally a recording of him saying, it's okay, I'll be fine. I'm just a white guy. Mm-hmm. So right. I think, yeah. I think, I think that's kind of more what we're trying to, to get you to like, kind of see is that like a lot of times when men do something, it's always an excuse of like, Oh, it's because something happened to him. That's why he's like this. Instead of just like there are systems in place that protect men, that protect men, but then also enable them. Absolutely. That that kind of. So you're saying that men. You're saying that men can get away with with doing that shit just I, because they're men. Yes. I can I I, yes. I can say that hundred percent. I can say that men get away with it a lot more than women do because of the statistics that Leslie was saying. And like, although you may have a couple examples of some women that have done it. If you would give yeah. me if you would give me enough time, I could find you probably ten times more of men that have done it. So okay, but then this whole podcast was supposed to be about how men are being fucking uh, strung up on the streets and shit, and now you guys are telling me that you know the whole Me Too movement. Yeah, you can sleep with the girl, and then the next day she says, you know what, the guy was actually kind of ugly. He raped me. Uh, isn't that what this, it sounds like you guys are kind of flipping the narrative i think what it is is really what jay is trying to show is that men can't seem to take accountability and acknowledge that there's systems in place the patriarchy which has funds and is a structure of this country multiple countries that push and enable and protect men which is why these excuses sometimes come up where it's like Oh, you know, he was sad. He was lonely. He didn't know. He he didn't mean. He didn't mean to do it. And so I think that's where it gets like really blurry. And I think that's why I have an issue with the desperation thing because it's like so it's just desperation that made that drove him to do. It. And it's not the fact that he felt as a man. And we can't really speak for him, right? We can't say he was desperate. We can't say that he knew. You can't also you, you can't, can't also speak just was, because he was a man. He thought he could get away with it either. Yeah, no, no, made. I can, I can because I can assure you that if the roles were flipped, a woman would have never done that. I'm not just gonna unclip your thing because I'm gonna spend more time with you when already a woman has to think about her safety immediately okay. when they're alone with the men because of how many violence there is against women. Gender-based crime and violence is rooted in the patriarchy, which is what protects men. And that's rooted really in the dominance, the power, the, um, you've said it, you know, these instincts, this wolf, this restraint. Uh, you see your dominance and your manhood as animalistic. Are we all animals? We are, but we're humans. That's what makes us different You just identified as a human. 
You said you're a human. The only, like, the, human only thing, the only thing that separates us, the only thing that separates us from animals is that we have self-awareness. Yes, but we our self-awareness comes from our frontal lobe. Our frontal lobe of our brain is not what animals have. That's where you decide reason. That's where you have your morals. That's where we as that's people... That's what separates us from the animals, Exactly. No? Is, that, but that, is but, that we're self-aware? But, but, but that's kind of where, but, where as humans, we need to be better than an animal. That's kind of where the part of us that makes thank us human, you. we need thank to... Thank you. That brings me back to the fact that there's a line you should never cross. Exactly. Thank you. In no way am I attacking you, Jose, as a personal person. I'm not attacking you. I, as a man, well, because... I'm joking. No, (laughs) I'm joking. I love you. I love you. Go on. No, but I'm saying, like, as a man, I can understand what Leslie is saying. That's why with her, I'm not being like, what are you talking about? Because I get it. Because it, too, I have also manipulated people. I have also done bad things because I'm a man. I've also noticed that as a man, and I, when I talk, everyone is quiet. I recognize that when I go into a meeting, I have no problem speaking my mind because I've never even been questioned for my thoughts ever because I'm a man. And that's just part of my reality. So I can see that and I can exploit that because that's just what I can do. It doesn't make it right. Yes, there is a line. And you're right. There is a line. And me as a man, I have to consciously know that I'm able to cross these boundaries, but as a as a moral person, I need to know that I don't I can't do that. Although I can get away with things, it doesn't give me the right to do it. Because you're right, yeah. we have a line. And that line is our moral guideline. Everyone's is different. Some of us move throughout the years, and that's just how it is. But part of taking accountability, like Leslie said, is that I as a man can take into accountability for all the shitty things men have done, but also recognize that I am not one of those people that we're talking about. I'm not that guy that's going to take a girl on a, on a trail and take her on a random hike because I want to get to know her. But I know but that... But you are the man, a gay male. You, you, you can you can touch girls in, in ways that a straight man can't. But can. I can't. I can't. Yeah. That's, that that's, what, that's what people think. And that's what I thought. That's the growth. That's yeah. that's my growth as a person is that I don't do that anymore. I don't touch people unless they've explicitly said that, yeah, you can you can pinch me, you can you can cuddle me, like things like that. Like I don't go up to random people and just hug them from the back. You know what I mean? So I've although I did those things, I've grown and I've realized because I thought, because this girl opened up to me about sexual things and opened up to me about her relationship and her life, I thought that we were close enough to have this touchy relationship where she's like, I never even told you that I was like that. But it was me thinking like, oh, well, no, it's fine. It's not a big deal because it's never been a big deal. But my growth is knowing that that's not okay because some people don't like it. And I need to not do that moving forward. What about calling females the B word? Can you still do that? Because I can't. (laughs) No, well, I mean, you're not supposed to call any woman a bitch. I mean, I call you a bitch. I call Carlos a bitch because I use it as you a gender. Call any of your females? You don't call any of your female for like bitch. Don't I mean, I, you. No. it's one yeah. thing. It's one thing to be with my girlfriends and say bitch instead of like you're a fucking bitch. You're a fucking cunt. That's completely different. That's a completely different. It's under context, bro. Like. I can call you guys a bitch and it's not a big deal. But if some random guy at a gas station said, move, bitch, I'm sure you'd be like, I have a gun. Like, hell no. Like, I'm sure that you would, but it's under context. 
like also the kind of the dynamic that you guys have. Yeah, like we've built, and I'm gay, we've built this dynamic and this relationship where you know I say bitch, I say fag, but you know that you're not supposed to call me a fag because that's not cool. But I guess you know what I mean? But like, and you know, Jose, as someone who's Latino and so you would Carlos as well, that if somebody went up to you and it's like, fuck you and your wetback family, I'm sure you'd be like, uh, what? Instead of me being like, Hey, wetback, like that's complete. That's a different context because we have a shared experience. If I was going to call, she'd be like, bitch, come check this out. You know, she, she'd probably be like, what the fuck did you just call me? But you that's, know, even though but, my, but even right now, Jose, but think about it okay, right now, even, you've, you've, you've referred to Leslie as dude. Which, I mean, she doesn't care. The dude is not an offensive word. That's why you can use it so loosely and and she doesn't care and I don't care because it's just dude. Like, who cares? But when you start introducing words that have been historically used to hurt people, that's mm-hmm. where things get kind of crazy. That's mm-hmm. where That's where the lines are blurred. That's why when I use the F word, that's where, like, you guys have heard me use it, but never once have you guys <laughs> used it towards me. Because you already know that's not an okay thing to say to someone like that. People have died. People have died, and that's been their last words, dude. And it's just not it's just not cool. So to use an example as a bitch, that's fine if that's in your vocabulary. That's in my vocabulary, but I'll tell you right now, at work, I'm not like bitch. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do that. So if I were to tell one of my coworkers, oh shit, bitch, come check this out. You think she'd get mad? But that's not the relationship you have with Are her. Are you friends with her? Are you friends with her? Has she said like? I've known her for the past. I've known her for the past two years. You, she sells me but drugs. But are you friends with her? Yeah, every you know other her, weekend. Not, you've known her, but you're not friends. You've known Leslie. Call her a bitch right now. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> See, and like that's okay that's like that's just no, like I'm the joking, thing. But no, no, I, I would, I would. I would never call female the B word in a derogatory firm. I wouldn't be like, fuck you, bitch, you know? I'd be like, nah, get the fuck out of here, fucking female. No, <laughs> you're too much. I'm joking. No, that. I'm joking. No, no. Jorge no. said I can joke. Jorge no, said I can joke. No, we know, we know. The driving point that Jay is making is really something I can get behind because it's like language has been used, you know, historically in the way that things have changed to specific words to harm and stereotype marginalize and oppress people and you have like the n-word you have you know what f-word the f-word the d-word uh, uh, the m-word if you're mexican and hispanic um and then you have like come bitch and all these things that you know it's really the way that they're used to harm and essentially you know insult and kind of act on that violence and so i hear how jay talks to you guys that's not how i talk to him at all I've seen him interact with other guy friends and he doesn't call them the same kind of vocabulary that he uses with you guys isn't what he uses with those guy friends. And I think it's because you kind of like have to, if you're someone that's kind of trying to be socially aware and trying to kind of build relationships, you're going to be kind of mindful of like, okay, like what in me is telling me I can call this person a bitch, Yeah, you know? And it's like, who told me it was okay? And I can speak for me, you know, I don't really call him ever like i think i'll say like bitch can you go see this but i'm never like you're You're, a little bitch and i don't like what you're doing because that's not the nature of our relationship those words and us like really don't exist when we're trying to speak to each other in a serious manner i use bitch interchangeably with like other friend groups and it will be kind of what you tried to say you know jose's like bitch come and see this i'll be like bitch you won't fucking believe yeah and it's because we have created and curated (laughs) this relationship where i know 
it's like bitches used loosely between us. Now, if my friend went and said, listen, you little fucking cunt, now it's like, okay. Whoa, what the hell is you doing? We ain't never did that before. Why you thought today was the, the day to do that? And it's derogatory. And it's also had the news to really slam women and slam people for X, Y, and Z. So it's really a lot about kind of shared experience that Jay was talking about and kind of like, how do you have your relationships and friendships? And I've seen friendships evolve where, you know, someone hasn't been okay with certain words. And it's like, you know what? We need to stop because I actually am kind of offended by that. Yeah. And that's where communication comes as grownups. You have to have that dialogue. If you are just dying to say the word bitch, you need to ask yourself why. If you're just dying to call a girl a bitch, you need to ask yourself why. Why are you just dying to use this word and just whether it's loosely, whether it's in friendship, like what is it about it? It's the same thing with wanting to use other words because then I think that will share a little bit about maybe yourself and really the need and the power behind that because words do have powers. Were you saying? Were you gonna say something, Carlos? Uh, yeah, it was about men and women. Basically, like how many crimes, ain't like sexual harassment or whatever, are reported on women? You mean like women that have come come forward to say that they've been or that someone has accused a woman? Accused a woman because okay. in my experience. I wasn't molested by a woman, and I didn't say nothing. And it does happen, but for that statistic about, oh, men do it exponentially more, how many women are even reported for it? So to me, uh, I report it. There's an example right there. Yeah. No, and for that, like, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. That sounds really terrible, and that's kind of my other issue, too, with thinking that everything is so binary. And binary just means that it's one or the other. What also happens is that people think that men are the only ones that molest kids. They think Mm -hmm. that men are the only ones that are hurting people. But it's moms as well. It's women as well. But nobody talks about it. And as a man, you're told a girl touching you is like top tier, bro. Like you're lucky if you get a girl. Patriarchy. Like, and that's patriarchy. Going back to what Carlos mentioned about the violence, right? And these acts of harassment and assault and, and rape. And the point that we're trying to drive or the point that we're just trying to have a conversation around and, you know, kind of explore is that patriarchy allows survivors of any type of abuse to not speak out because they're not believed. And the fact that, you know, men are as little boys trained and influenced to not cry, you know, to not show your emotion because you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that. You're already put in a a, a category in a box where you know men need to you know be serious and they don't be need strong. to yeah be strong there we go be strong and you know if someone hits you you hit them back because violence is is, is something that is supported in men to men and it's what you had to do back in the day you know to fight off uh saber tooths or whatever you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or fucking mammoths yeah. so It's really all based off the patriarchy that holds these values of violence and dominance, which is why, you know, unfortunately, Carlos, with what you went through, it was never a space for you even, regardless of your gender, to talk about that violence, to talk about, you know, being molested because men aren't supported and held in either like the structures within their families to say, you know, you can cry and you should say when something's wrong and mm-hmm. you should kind of speak out against anyone making you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Kind of the point that Jay mentioned was like, you know, a girl touching you, regardless of if it's consensual or not, you know, was like, yeah, dude, like you did it. Like, yeah. you know, because that's, 
kind of how it's viewed. You want to be, you know, wanted by women, regardless if it's like consensual or not. And that's kind of what's wrong with the patriarchy. That's kind of what's wrong is that really you should have been supported and you should have had the resources to speak out against that and not being seen as someone like, oh, he's just kind of like, he's gay. He's gay. He should be happy that happened to him or X, Y, and Z, because this is exactly why women don't speak out. When women, you know, experience the same thing that you've experienced at the hands, you experienced it at the hands of a, a, a woman. When women experience it at the hands of maybe other women or the majority are men, they don't speak out because, you know, it's not really talked about that you can do that. And when the men hold a lot of power, you know, it's not going to be believed. And also that kind of goes into conversation about when survivors speak out, they're not really believed, regardless if they're men or women. When men speak out, it's like toughen up. Like, why the fuck are you saying yeah. anything? Yeah, you're sad that your hot teacher fucked you. Like, like what? Like, I would do anything to have a teacher. And that's like, what's really all but it's wrong. It's not always that situation where they're hot or whatever. Well, no, but or even but, though even if they are, that you just don't want it to happen, and it's just going on. You've seen the South Park episode with fucking Ike is involved with yeah. his teacher. Like, it's it's just like everybody around you sees it as a conquest. But as a little boy, that's not what it is. But anyone else is going to be like, dude, you're a man. You should just be lucky that a girl even blah, 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 blah. And that's just the sad thing about it. And it's and and the hard part about this whole conversation and why men feel so attacked is because a lot of these statistics, like even looking it up of the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, their statistics show that one in four women experience a sexual assault and one in nine men so it doesn't say zero and zero men it's men are still up one in nine that's still a lot but also recognize that one in four is also there so we can't just say oh it only happened it happens to me too so why aren't people caring they don't care because of patriarchy because they don't think what is that word you keep throwing around patriarchy what is that word patriarchy means paternal means father Mm -hmm. it means man so it's a male-centered really? yes, and the maternal is your mom. So oh, male a male-centeredness it's what patriarchy technically means, and that means also adhering to certain binaries. And binary just means one or the other, meaning that men don't cry, men are strong, and women can cry all they want. They're not strong; they're actually weak. Fragile. They can they're fragile. They need to be protected, and they they can only do very certain things because the man has to be the one putting his life in danger. Me and Carlos got into an argument about this, how men are drafted. Yeah. That's patriarchy. What? I, I, I think that's fucking sex discrimination. What the fuck you mean patriarchy? I think that's sex discrimination. Patriarchy. Wait, is that what it, patriarchy means? Patri- yes, that, you're, that, you, that you say only, oh. only this sex can do this and only this sex can do this. It has, well, to be, yeah. it has to be male and female and that's it. Yeah, the drafting thing really falls in the patriarchy umbrella because our four founding fathers were all men, white men. And founding fathers? Decided probably that it's like, you know what? We need strong men yeah. to defend this country. Not women. We don't need women. So if you have an issue with the drafting, you need to take it up with the men in this country who made these rules because they see men as stronger, as smarter, as more cold-headed. They can make decisions. They can act quick. They're... They're, 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 they can dominate. They can do all these things, which is why you have this draft. 
which is why you have, you know, that they can only hold these positions. Women were never, women were never considered as part of even being able to be seen equal enough to defend their country. They, women weren't even given the, the, the option to defend their country until recently. So if there's an issue about why do only men get drafted, it really was because men made the rules. Women weren't allowed at the table to to say, you know, why not just let anyone who wants to defend their country like, fuck it. You know, men were the ones that were made to do all of this X, Y, and Z, and women are inferior to that. And I wouldn't say inferior. But that's what the patriarchy is. I wouldn't say inferior either, because didn't like a like like a, a black woman didn't she get us to, to space wasn't there like a, a movie about it yeah i actually made an episode about it uh catherine oh yeah uh, but but yeah but but jose that that's that's <laughs> listen yes she did but i want you to honestly think about all of the scientists and all the so you're astronauts. discrediting her no so you're I, discrediting- I made an episode about it so check yourself because i'm the one that literally <laughs> knows about that so watch yourself i know about her too but what i know about her too but but, because she was one woman versus a bunch of males what she did is it means nothing i'm not saying that you're not but you're not listening i didn't say that i'm telling you where in nasa's history although that one movie with taraji p henson janelle monet Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Is that a movie? Is that a movie? She was a real. She, but but a it was a movie. It's Hidden Figures. That's the movie. It's what it's what it's based off of. A off of Katherine Johnson. I know who no, you're talking about. No, it's not a documentary. It's a, no, it's a movie based on a true yes, story. Yes, dude. But listen, you have to understand that women have been a big part of certain te- technological advances, but they're mm-hmm. never mentioned. When you think about a scientist, when you think about a, a, a space engineer, a rocket engineer, think about a white man. you think about a white man. And if you don't, honestly, kudos to you. and I don't want to be racist, but I think about an Indian. I think about an Indian man because yeah. they're pretty smart. But you still think about a man. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but that, that, see, yeah. so that, that within itself, dude, is what we're talking about. Women are in the background doing these things, but who are the ones who get their name on the journals? Who are the ones that are doing the interviews? Who are the ones that are taking the credit? And that's kind of what patriarchy means. But really, you know, if you're having issues with the reason why only men do this and why can't, why don't I ever see women in this? It's because probably it was shaped and introduced as only men can do that because women are never included in conversations like that. It's changing. It's changing and more conversation is happening about women having a seat at the table and this whole uh, point about Katherine Johnson is it's true, you know, not only was there the sexism, but the patriarchy involved, but there was also extreme racism, you know, that took play into this because she was a black woman. And only until recently did it come out that she was the one that actually helped fucking land a white man on the moon. So it wasn't until recently that, you know, there was this comfort of being able to kind of speak out. But she's 80. Yeah. So it took eight, like what, 60 years if, if females feel like they're being oppressed, yes, by laws. I understand that that females barely got like the right to vote, like what, like two hundred years ago, or something like that. I don't know. Why do you think it is? Why do you think women weren't allowed to vote? Why do you think we just less than a hundred years ago got the right? All I'm saying is that like what, what, your why? credit. But why do you think that is though? Why do the you female think, credit I mean, is there? Huh? The female credit, like like you know, people pray to the Virgin Mary. No, Jose, she's an, she's asking you. So we're we're not gonna go back and forth with these because okay, Virgin Mary. Okay, what about Judas? 
What about the apostles? What about, no, what, about what about Jesus? What about God, who <laughs> allegedly is a man? What about all of these other male figures for your one now, Virgin Mary? How is that? How is that the males? How is it the males' fault? The- no one. No one's blaming mm-hmm. them. Jose, you you just keep taking it as, and then that's this is kind of the thing with men is that they always take it as we're blaming them. I'm just asking you to see a different aspect to what you're seeing. That's all I'm saying. And what would that be? And, and that, what would the aspect be? That there is a lot of women that have okay. helped advance our society. I agree. But, I agree. I, but, I never said I didn't agree with that. But men always are centered. They're always the one that are in the history books. They're always the one that made the most strived. Yes, Rosa is Parks. That our fault? No. This okay. is my third time okay. telling you. What I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of the things that we've learned in history are male-centered. Whether you believe it or not is not up for discussion because it doesn't seem like you're really trying to understand what we're trying to say, which is just saying that there have been a lot of things that women have done to advance society and advance mm-hmm. our, our technological... The reason why you have AC is because of a woman. So there's a lot of things that women have... A black woman... A lot of things that women have done get swept under the rug because they're simply women. Whether you believe that or not, that's fine. But I'm telling you, we have a woman here and I have a man here that we're trying to tell you that this is what's happening. There's a reason why these words exist is because there is history. There is things that can de- that we can demonstrate to show you that these things are true. Whether I can get you 10 examples, it doesn't matter because guess what? You're going to give me five more examples that counter that. So then what's the point of us just giving examples back and forth than just having an open dialogue of what our experiences are and what yours is? Why can me and Leslie hear what you say, understand what you say, try to relate to you, but when we say something, you can't even open your eyes for two seconds and be like, you know what? I can see that. Or I can't see that. Like, are you talking to both of us? Are you talking to both of us? I'm talking to both of you, yes, because I'm trying whoa, to... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm the one that brought up the first female in this discussion, okay? You do not categorize me in that I do not know that female advanced this country. You personally are taking it personally. I'm telling you How? that... Because I'm telling you that the patriarchy is what is sweeping these women under the rug. Not you. Not Jose. I said the and that's the male's fault, right? So then, so then the blame falls on males. But so I mean, we are blamed for everything from the start of time through yeah. now. If you want to take it personal, you can because you. Already, I'm not. I'm not taking anything you, personal. You already I'm not, I'm not, are. Really, we're explaining is that men were the ones that were given the opportunity, the voice, the platform to make these decisions. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying you guys were given the voice. The platform, the resources, the time, the money to make these decisions. And if you have an issue with the draft, if you have an issue, you have to expand a little bit your mind and think about why. Why was it only that men were able to get drafted? Why is it that? You just said because we were given. We were given the muscles and the not so much the brains. But yes, it is our fault that shit is like that. But like you said, we were given the opportunity. 
I mean, you go back to cavemen, and mostly men were chasing after saber tooths and shit, and, and mammoths and all that. You know, the women probably they home made like weapons or something, made food, clothes, uh, t- take care of the children. I don't know, but that's just how biology is, man. I just, I, it's not. We that, didn't choose to be in the crossfire. No, it's not Trust that you me. chose, but I think that's where it comes down to, like the this acknowledgement, like the accountability that it's like you can, you can also say the same about you didn't choose to be born. You didn't choose to be born a male and to be then, you know, right. that that all of this stuff kind of came with the fact that you were born a male. But the systems that were reinforced and that continue to be reinforced are by men, not necessarily you, but maybe by all these other men that say, yeah, yeah, we are stronger and yeah, we're smarter and yeah, we have a voice. So they continue to build on things that you may necessarily not agree on you do agree on wasn't your fault you kind of just showed up right like who cares but acknowledging that there are general men that really much feel and believe this and will do anything to continue to hold the patriarchy which is where you quote unquote and i'm gonna do quotes because i don't believe in it feel that you're under attack and when you take these things as an attack and all these things it's not really that i'm saying you jose are the problem you carlos suck Because you guys, as men, have all this power, and you guys this and that, and X, Y, and Z. No, no, no. I'm saying that because the patriarchy allows you guys to do all of this, you can. And you do. Because even having this conversation, you don't acknowledge that it is in place. That there is some accountability, you know. It is. It is, yeah. Kind of with, like, white people that say, you know, well... I didn't choose to be white. Yeah. And I How can you blame me for my ancestors? And it's like, there's a lineage and you need to acknowledge that there is privilege solely, solely by the color of your skin. Yes, you didn't ask to show up white. Yes, you mean you wanted to show up to be brown. That didn't happen. It's just acknowledge. Acknowledge that because of your skin color, you are already at an advantage. And you have statistics yep. and, and and laws and policies in place that uphold that, specifically how they hold yep. the patriarchy, which, you know, whether you see it or not, includes all men. And it's just acknowledging. It it's just yeah. saying, like, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, why? It is. You know, it it's is. Y and Z. And that's it. It's not saying, like, well, you know, if, I didn't, I didn't if, say that. Never finish. I didn't say that Catherine Johnson couldn't be included. No, that's right. You didn't. But other men did. Other white men. And general men said, you know what? She can't be occluded. Not only because she's a woman, because she's a black woman. And back then, segregation was a huge, huge thing that, you know, it's only been 100 years since that's kind of been like, oh, shit, that's kind of fucked up. So it's not it's it's not you, me saying, like, you guys did this. It's saying, like, gosh, like, what the fuck? Like, how how was she not the one fucking calling the shots, you know? Why did she have to work in a tiny desk in the back? And why is it now until... Oh, you women need to rise up. All you women need to rise no, and, up. And, 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 and honestly, dude, to kind of wrap it up, that is what's happening. That is what's happening. And I think that men feel some type of way because so many women are becoming enlightened to this. And because this might have been the only time you've ever been brought this up. And the reason why I wanted to bring both of you on is because I genuinely do care about you, Jose. Like, I love you, like, more than I love, like, anybody And Carlos, I respect you a lot. And I wanted to bring you on because I just, I knew that you had your own point of view, which is that's what you've given. But I also know that you care about me. That's why you don't do certain things to me because you know they bother me. 
you know you respect me in a certain way that I can respect you back and we're able to have this dialogue and this conversation and it in no way is attacking you and I know like it can get kind of hot because it was a very hot topic but I just I just hope that you took it as like us just having a combo it's all good shit come on us weed smokers we can't get mad oh my god Blood in our DNA that's true <laughs> but things are going to change in front of you that you might not understand but if you don't start to try to expand a little bit more of of maybe everything i've been taught is wrong then that's kind of where the it's men against women it's it's gays against straights like that's how you get into this yes we talk shit about straight people all the time but you're both my friends. So I must care a little bit if I want to keep you in my life. My mom's straight. I love her. I love my nephews. They're straight. So then what? I say these things as a queer person because I have dealt with violence, whether that be physical, emotional, verbal, from straight people. So I have a biased opinion about straight people. But I know that when I say straight people suck, I know that some of the people in my life are not included in that. And I know when when Leslie says men are are in charge, men do this, you know, men let things get away with it. They do. And as a man, I can see that, but also know that I'm also changing. I'm changing because I'm willing to have this conversation with two straight men. And I'm willing to talk to you in a way that is not condescending, that is calm, because I want you to understand. And that's me as a man. You sound very calm. You're yelling. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my voice. Um, And I just don't want you to to think that this is any sort of attack. Because the the reason why men feel attacked is just because men were brought up in a certain way. That now that other people are saying, actually, no, that's not how we do it, then it's becoming an issue. So through this conversation, I hope that, you know, you listen to it and you can kind of hear what you've said and what we've said and actually take it and digest it and not take it as like, we're talking to you specifically. But if you feel like we're talking to you specifically, you need to think about that. And you need to think about Mm. why do I think that Mm. I am the problem? If there are things that you haven't taken accountability for, that's kind of what women are yelling at men about. It's like, bitch, just acknowledge that you have power. Acknowledge that you can do what you want and and have very little repercussions. And I can say that because I've been in the same situation as people who are darker than me. And those are men. And I can see the racial differences. Even me getting pulled over with my white friends, I can see how I get treated uh, compared to them. I can acknowledge that. And I only keep white people around me that can see that. Like Ian, you guys have met Ian. You love him. But I tell him all the time, what's up with your people? Why do you guys only use salt and pepper for your chicken? Like, what's going on? (laughs) But he's not like, you're racist. That's fucking racist. Like, how would you feel if I said, you fucking Mexicans smell like ass? Then I'd be like, oh. Well, that's (laughs) tart. What? So it's like. talking about you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. Let's not talk about you. I shower every day. How about, when's the last time you've washed your ass? Can we ask that question? Yeah, that's I what I thought. I, I watch it thoroughly. Well, I can't say the same for all men. Like, even if you look at fucking the TikTok uh, search, men washing ass, you'll see hundreds of videos of guys being like, no, that's gay. I don't wash between my butt cheeks. Like, my ass what is the there. Fuck? That's fucking gross. But that's what I'm saying. It's like all of these things 
you you think that's stupid, right? But I guarantee you a man's like, no, if it's around my ass, it's gay. Because there's that idea that anything to do with like ass and a guy must be gay. And it's reinforced by people who are homophobic. So it's kind of like yeah. thinking about No, that. I think I think they're gay themselves. They just I mean, don't want to I mean that's a lot of the things too, but you know, you have to really think like homophobia, why straight guys don't like me is because I'm not like you. I am seen as more like a woman because if I get fucked in the ass, I'm a I'm a femme. <laughs> I'm a I'm a bottom because I'm less than because I resemble something that a woman would do. That I'm in a relationship with a man because men don't do that. A man is with a girl and he only fucks. He don't get nothing in his butt because that's not manly. You'd be surprised how many people have told me I'm not manly because I'm gay or because I'm flamboyant. And that has everything to do with patriarchy. You specifically are not telling me that, but society is. And that is just part of the society that we live in. And until men start kind of seeing that, it's going to be a tug and pull. And whether you leave this conversation thinking about that, that's not our intention. We wanted you to air out your concerns, your your thoughts and your views, and we wanted to give ours. Mm-hmm. We didn't want you to come back and be like, you know what? I'm a feminist now. <laughs> I don't expect that. But also just know that you can be. That'd be cool. You don't have to know what these words mean. Just know that in your everyday life, you're living it as like, I'm not going to see it so black and white. Like if I have a baby girl and she wants a fucking GI Joe, I'm going to give it to her. If I have a boy and he wants to play with the Barbie, I'm going to give him the Barbie. I don't give a fuck. It's a kid. You told Leslie, like, I think women need to revolt. And they are. They're getting jobs. They're getting degrees. And now it's leaving men kind of like, okay, well, I was supposed to be the provider. I was supposed to be the one bringing home the bacon. Now what? And that's going to change your dating dynamic. And let me tell you, I don't want to see either of you end up being that bitter old man with one tooth saying how, oh, no, she's kind of fat for me while you're like scratching your belly and farting out the beer that you had last night. I, I, whoa, 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 whoa. So now you're saying that I have to be in a relationship? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, I, I'm good with just fucking promiscuous women, right? And the other thing that patriarchy says is that men should be having babies. That if you don't have well, babies, where's your lineage? Yeah, where's your uh, where's the legacy that you're leaving behind? You're not leaving behind nothing. That's what men do. Men I'm are fa- they're feral. The tissue. Men, men, <laughs> men can't. They need to. They need to release their seed. Also, oh, I do, and it's tissue. Oh my, that's just just some old head thinking, to be honest. I mean, George, honestly, do you want kids? Does any of you want kids on this podcast? No, probably not. I what do. about you, guys? Do you want kids? It's a no for me now, but maybe. But, you know, I think the point that he is driving, which I see a lot, is, yeah, there's a lot of pressure for, like, men, you know, it's like you have to procreate as well. And there's a lot of shame for men that are sterile. You know, it's kind of like, what good are you for? Like, you know, and it's kind of like, what has protected that that idea that men are just there for their, like, semen? Yeah, right? and to be a dad. And to be a dad and to, like, you know, go pop kids out or whatever. And it's that same notion, you know, that women are only meant to give birth. Like, that's kind of all they're good for. And men are all they're good for is for their semen. And it's like, right, right thinking, uh, I think Carlos said it's like an old way of thinking. Yeah, it's really archaic. But kind of thinking, like, where, who came up with that thinking? Like, who the fuck said, right. like, was it Jesus? Like, who said, you know, and who was making, like, who's the one that wrote the Bible, right? Or who's the one kind of, like, looking into, like, who made this these ideas a thing? And why has society continued to propel them? saying like you know guys if you don't really have a child and if he's not a boy like good luck yeah you know type of thing like who says that and the same thing for women it's like women if you don't give a child to your man like 
then what's the point? Might as well just work your whole life. And it's like what it all kind of like comes down to, I think you should kind of just question some of these things. And the point that Jay was, I think, kind of driving at some point as well was like, if you kind of feel like this was an attack that really wasn't the attention, you know, one of you, I don't know who it was, said, you know, what is patriarchy? Even that says a lot, right? That you didn't really hear this, even though you benefit from it. Just how we benefit from capitalism in many ways that we don't know because it's like I didn't ask to be born into this capitalistic society. I can acknowledge that I'm benefiting from the labor of not myself, but others that continue to push the society to the extreme of capitalism. So I think it's just the acknowledging and the asking questions of just like, huh, who made it like this? Why did it have to? Who decided this choice? And who continues to say that, you know, men have to do this and women have to do that? Kind of with the color thing. Like, who said men can only like blue? Like, that's boring. Like, go ahead and like other colors, you know? Just kind of the questioning. That's gay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really just about taking accountability. You don't have to, but I do. I can acknowledge that I have things that I've done because I was raised to think that that was okay. And that's okay. That's okay. But what's not okay is keep doing it. You need to acknowledge it and move on and grow as a person because we can't think the same way that we've thought of like last year. And part of us having two straight men were us trying to also be like, let's hear them out. Let's hear what they have to say. Let's let them say their piece and say what they have to say. And that was hard for us. Like you have no, like I'll say you, you, Carlos, both of you know that when I get defensive, I get very name cally, I get very mean and it took a lot for me to not act like that because I want to, I want us to have a civilized conversation and actually have a dialogue because I know yeah. that I can turn violent very quickly and that's okay. But it's not okay that I, that I do it even though knowing I know that I can and that I can stop myself. Like you said, Jose, the line, I draw a line in that as well. And that's how I live my life. And I define my manhood based off of what I do for other people, not the colors that I wear, the bitches I racked up, the calluses that I have on my hand, the big muscles that I have. None of that defines me being a man. Valid. Yes. Oh, so thank you for that very steamy, hot, riveting conversation. Did you guys have any last words that you wanted to give to the audience? Mm-hmm. Carlos, you go first, since Jose be talking too damn much. <laughs> oh, yeah, him go. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. <laughs> what about you, CeeLo? Nothing really. Just go the extra mile in anything you're doing. That's very insightful. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.